Welcome to Rama for Today Radio. Those spirit words produced a spiritual force. And as we listen to the Logos, which is the written word, inside of us, we began to get a hold of the Logos and began to believe the Logos, the written word of God. And then we began to speak Rhema. You're listening to Rhema for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagen. Today we continue this series, Another Look at Faith by Ken Hagen. Stay tuned as we listen to this powerful teaching. Also, later in today's program, I'll give you the details on this month's special offer. Right now, here's Ken Hagen's message. Many people have assumed things about faith which is not biblically correct. And this actually does give some credibility to what some people are saying because of the assumption of some people and their remarks and their activities because they assume what faith is that's not biblically correct they wind up in disappointment I'm going to share with you first of all 12 things that faith is not I believe if we get a hold of these and grasp these points we can truly have a better understanding of faith now, first of all, let us go read Hebrews 11.1. 1. And the King James says, Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. That's the King James. Say it with me. Now faith is... the evidence of things not seen. The NIV says, now faith is being sure of what we hope for and certain of what we do not see. 26 translations, different ones. There's now faith is the assurance of things hoped for. Weymouth says it this way. Now faith is the confidence assurance that for which we have hoped. Rotherham, but faith is, a, is of things hoped for a confidence. Moffat. Now faith means that we are confident of what we hope for. Another translation. But faith forms a solid ground for what is hoped for. Another translation. Faith is being sure of the things we hope for. Another one. Now faith is a title deed of things hoped for. And what is faith? Faith gives substance to our hope. Faith is the realization of things hoped for. Evidence of things not seen, King James. Now we'll read the different, tra different translation. A conviction of things not seen. A conviction of the reality of things we do not see. And makes us certain of realities we do not see. The proof of the reality of things we can't see. The putting to the proof of things not seen. Being the proof of things we do not see and the convictions of the reality, faith perceiving as real 
what is not revealed to the senses. That gives you a good understanding of what faith is. Now, faith is not an isolated spiritual force. Faith is not denial, denying the existence of a problem. Faith is not neglect. Faith is not intimidation. Faith is not legalistic, a legalistic formula. Faith is not an issue of ordering God around. Faith is not a ticket to the utopia. Faith is not a panic button. Faith is not a magic wand. Faith is not the ability to override the free will of another. Faith is not limited to specific results. And faith is not the absence of feeling. Faith is not an isolated spiritual force. First of all, we have to understand this fact. That faith is a spiritual issue. When we are dealing with faith in God, faith from God, the faith of God, we must realize that it is a spiritual issue to be dealt with in line with spirituality and the things of the Spirit. Faith, as one person has said, is a spiritual force. Paul referred to it in 2 Corinthians 4.13 as the spirit of faith. Another, in other areas, Paul, Peter, both refer to it as the heart believing. Faith is not mental in the area that we are talking about. It is not mental assent it's not intellectual agreement. It is a spiritual force which grows in the heart of man or the spirit of man. All right? Jesus said that we are spirit. Well, actually, he said it this way in John 6, 63. Jesus said that his words were spirit. We are spirit. Those spirit words produced a spiritual force. And as we listen to the Logos, which is the written word, inside of us, we began to get the hold of the Logos and began to believe the Logos, the written word of God, and then we began to speak Rhema. The word Rhema is a Greek word. It simply means speaking in its literal sense in the sense that we are using it in speaking the Logos that has been put in our heart, 
we are using it in the sense then as speaking the rhema. It becomes the rhema, the spoken word. That's what rhema means, the spoken word. Any word that you speak is rhema, but when you speak the rhema word of God, it's different. We must begin to understand that it's a spiritual force. It must be dealt with spiritually. And unless you understand it spiritually, there is no way to explain it, and that's why many people have problem with it. I want you to notice that faith is not an isolated spiritual force. Faith was never meant to stand all by itself. But it was intended, and if you will look in the Word of God and study the Word of God, you will see that it was intended to operate with other spiritual forces. Would you agree that prayer is a spiritual force? Faith operates with the prayer system. Would you agree that love is a spiritual force? Paul says faith works by love. See, what we need to become well aware of is that all of the spiritual forces, love, prayer, faith, so forth, so on, that God has set into existence, they must operate together in order to accomplish. We all have a human body. We understand that Paul said we are a spirit. We have a soul and we live in a body. We understand that. Spirit, soul, and body. You ever notice that to function properly in the natural or the spiritual, that all three of those systems had to be working together. Spirit, soul, and body. Looking at the human body, we have a circulatory system. We have a respiratory system. We have a digestive system. We have a central nervous system, and we could go on. Do you understand that even though we have all of those and they operate as different systems of this body, it is those systems operating together that make the body what it is. When one of those systems malfunctions, then we have disease and sickness. Is that correct? You let your respiratory system malfunction and I guarantee you, you will find out that you have a problem. Because you'll be sucking for air 
and crying for somebody to put an oxygen mask on you. How many of you guys playing ball ever been hit hard enough to have the wind knocked out of you? Or maybe you weren't playing ball, maybe somebody actually hit you. I tell you what, it is a horrible feeling to lay there on the ground and not be able to breathe. You think you're going to die, am I correct? You know what happened? Your respiratory system was shocked and for a few seconds it was numb and didn't work. And you know what? It was your central nervous system that understood that something was the matter with part of one of the other systems and began to run checks on it until it was all right and start working again. You're listening to Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan. Call now to get this month's special offer, the Tools for Navigating Life Package. Included is the best-selling book, The Believer's Authority by Kenneth E. Hagan. Plus the books, I Cannot Be Defeated and I Will Not Quit by Ken Hagan. And God's Positioning System by Lynette Hagan. All three resources for just $21.95. Don't delay. Call today. Call 1-888-FAITH-99. That's 1-888-FAITH-99. Or if you prefer, write Kenneth Hagen Ministries. Our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. Don't forget, for faster service, order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. Now, Let's join Ken and Lynette Hagan. April 6th through the 9th, we're going to be in Omaha, Nebraska, Faith Family Church, Pastors Tony and Jeanette Finley. If you're in the area, make sure that you yeah. Tomorrow on Rama for Today, we continue with the teaching by Ken Hagan, Another Look at Faith. Thanks for listening to Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan.